and uh, did a bunch of classic bangers from back in the day. We might drop one of those in. Anyway, uh, yeah, so let's let's get into that thing. Here we go. Okay, everybody, step up to this. Oh, I just dropped it in the flavor bin. Okay, flavor bin. Uh, it's finally happened. First female guest. <laughs> Pretty exciting. I talked about it with Colby, first episode, and finally came true. We have Nadia Dejani, actress, and she's going to give us the scoop about Curb Your Enthusiasm, which uh, you were on the season finale. Was it last season? The, yeah. Yeah. Kind of a funny, itchy ass episode oh, or something. Boy. Yeah. yeah. They didn't tell me that's what was going on with it, but it ended up being some well, sort of anal tickle or something. <laughs> God help me. But, but um, that's kind of what we were talking about on the show is that, I mean, can you discuss with us the process of that? Because the show oh, yeah. is so amazing. It's amazing. And you just hear about how it's improvised or yeah. something. What happened there? You were contacted <clears throat> by... No, I auditioned. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's very intimidating. They really just tell you a scenario and uh, there you are with Larry David in a room and you. I, I felt the key to it all was to just let him drive the bus. Can we go one layer deeper? I mean, what's he like in person? Is he, is he... He's great. He's really fantastic. Again, very intimidating. He's he's writing and acting and directing and editing sort of all at the same time. And he's really just, you know, you're around someone who's brilliant. His brain is working faster than... Life is Yeah, than the yeah. $6 million man. He really, his brain works so fast. Speaking of that, were you given an outline? Like, hey, he's going to sit next to you. You guys are going to Basically, talk all I was told for the clinic scene is I, I think they said, you sit here and Larry's going to come in and try to hit on you. And I think they may have said, he might ask you why you're here, but I don't, I don't know if they did. And then in the movie theater, they said, you're on a date. And you're about to, you're gonna get up and walk out in a minute. So you're gonna try to get him to go with you. And then I think all they said was, maybe wiggle in your seat. Like maybe that was the reason you were at the doctor's office. And that's all I was. Wow. That's all I was told. Also, you've been doing this other show recently, right? The Delocated. Um, is mm-hmm. that on Adult Swim or? That's on Adult Swim. Okay. Yeah. I've only watched a couple of those. Scott, what was it, uh, Skazeltov? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll, I'll watch the rest of it. Yeah. But what's the deal with that? Uh, they just, uh, they're just wrapping um, season two. Were you they involved in second. that as well? Mm-hmm. I did just a couple episodes. Okay. Um, they bumped it up to a half hour now. It's a, it's a show about um, what would happen if someone in the witness protection program got their own reality show. Right. So he wears a ski mask and... <laughs> It's very funny. And, and you refuse. <laughs> a couple of other yeah, Something yeah. like that, yeah. Um. Oh, man. It's in the bin, isn't it? Thank you. Thank you. We're getting ready to let our hand down, y'all. Whoa! I don't have to give a shout-out to anything, do I? I don't think so. No. All right. I'm no, not no. really super. The shout-outs. Yeah, all right. I know Colby is the one who's really firm about the shout-outs. But, you know, he dropped... You like shout-outs? Well, I think what's funny is Colby has a certain mindset about a shout-out, but yet he doesn't hesitate to name-drop, which is kind of a shout-out. No, mentioning your friends is different. Colby, I'm with you. I'm with you. 
I'm over the shout outs, just like I'm over the firm brimmed baseball hat with the sticker underneath. Oh, wow. Slightly off to the side. I'm wearing, I, so I wear those all the time. So played. I'm corny. It is so over. You're Jokey Bill. I know. It's, well, you're a native New Yorker. Tell us about growing up here. Because okay. now it's just ridiculous up there. Yeah. But when people actually called it the 40 Deuce. Yeah. Tell us. No, it's, well, um, it's Disneyland. I remember going to horror films with my brothers it on uh, 42nd Street in Times Square. And uh, they had a, you know, back when theaters had a balcony, there was sort of like the mezzanine balcony and that was the smoking section. And I kid you not, I think we went to see a double feature of like, It's Alive and Evil Dead 2. I don't even know why I remember that. And they had to leave the lights on in the balcony. It was truly like either we were gonna get molested or stabbed or you know, you keep your feet off the ground because the rats are running by. But you knew what it was. You knew what Times Square was. I, I honestly don't know what it is anymore. There's no traffic in it now. That's really weird, right? It's And then I just heard today that uh, now there's Wi-Fi. Times Square <laughs> is now wired. You can just get your laptop and go and sit in Times Square. And I've, 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 been up, I've been up there a couple times for New Year's. I love it out there. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I know. I catch a lot of flack for that from, from real bet? New Yorkers. <laughs> I've done it only uh, being on top of the Times Tower, which is where the ball drops from. Oh, well. The old ball, not the fancy. Not the new fancy super or hyper crystal one or hyper something. crystal that I think is illuminated year round now what's the point I don't understand what's happening to this city it's going mm, Nadia I'm impressed there those Air Max 97's some custom ones yes and they have your dog's name on them yes they do in the year she was born on one tongue it says Razzie on the other one it says 2002 oh, nice we'll, we'll show a picture of those but I like the I like the brown Brown and orange, Kinda. nice, right? Yeah, nice. Two of my favorite colors. It's a good flavor. It is. It is. It reminds me of when the Padres actually had some actual yeah. flavor and they had do. brown had, and orange. They had uniform. great uniforms. Yeah, brown and yellow was great. Now they're just like. Don't you think the pirates should bring back those crazy weird hats that were like? Colby tunes? talks about it probably really? once or twice a month. The stovetop hats. Yes, yeah, stovetop. That's good. That's yeah. a good name. And those crazy Astros uniforms. I wonder if those dudes. I'm are mad just that like the Expos aren't around anymore. I know. It's How could you? Weird. They should have just kept them around just for that logo alone. Don't you love that they somehow get away with every year, year in and year out, calling it the World Series when it's. Uh, 29 American teams and one team in Canada. It <laughs> yeah, used to be but, two teams in Canada, but that's yeah. it. A World Series? Well, you know, we think very highly of ourselves here Clearly. in the United States. Yeah. Well, Nadia, I want to thank you for jumping into the flavor bin. Jokey uh, Bill, I want to thank you. Talk welcome. to you soon. You're welcome, Bill. Flavors. Bye, Colby. I'm in the flavor <laughs> Excuse me, flavor bit. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. I know you're talking. Um, but it's uh, me, Jason Schwartzman. I just want to say hey, and I love what you're doing. And uh, I'm going to go now back to the uh, corner over there with my friend uh, Christine and uh, Joe Montana, uh, the quarterback. I'm with him. But uh, flavor bit, good to see you. Talk to you later. Okay, bye.
Whoa, 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 now. Whoa, 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 now. Whoa, 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 now. Something's got a poison. Papa's got a shotgun. If they ever get me. Flavor bin, you're so hot. All right, JK5, you're on the flavor bin. Oh, you have any, shit, you have any, flavor bin right now? Do you have any, any hot flavor picks you spotted out there lately? The Flaming Lips lead singer Wayne Coyne's nephew's band is called Star Death and White Dwarf. And I just read, I've been doing a lot of research on them, I'm really feeling the new record, Embryonic. I've been painting a lot to it. They're really fresh, really interesting. They're called Star Death and White Dwarf. And Flaming Lips are collaborating with his nephew's band. And Henry Rollins and Peaches are covering, in its entirety, Dark Side of the Moon. Don't <laughs> sleep, be on the lookout. It's going to be dope. I, yo, thanks for the tip, the tip-off. JK5. The Bill McMullen. <laughs> Chills and McNails. Toby, where are we? Wilshire and Sentinella at the uh, world-famous Oz, sort of Spencer Giftish style store. Faux vintage shirts and yeah, we should uh, we should point out it's I, Halloween and everybody's on a last-second uh, hunt for Halloween costumes. Colby, you you sorted yours out though, right? What are you gonna do this year? Uh, I just bought an all all-in-one Flash costume a couple days back. Tip us off to the best part: the lightning bolts of Zeus on the head. No. <laughs> oh yeah, it comes with built-in muscles too. It's like, don't worry about wearing a latex suit. We've got muscles built in. Pretty diesel. I uh, I'm just kind of chumping out. I'm gonna dress up like Glenn Danzig, but. This made me think a great topic for the flavor bin. What was your best costume that you've ever done? Uh, it was, uh, I was Teen Wolf last year. Yeah, that was a great one. I saw out. that. I mean, I, I started like two weeks beforehand, had a, the official jersey made up. Yeah, this is you were dressed as Teen Wolf when he hits the court. Yeah. And he's just decided, fuck it, yeah. I'm a wolf. And but, I'm on the basketball team. And so you, you had a basketball. I we have a, a picture of that. Yeah. We'll show that. I had a full, um, like full a wolf, wolf costume, outfit. cut out the face, and then did makeup on my face. And yeah. sweatbands, pulled up socks, tight <laughs> shorts. My favorite part of that costume was two things. We're driving to the party where I was DJing that you got me the gig at. And we're in your Prius. <laughs> we stop at a stoplight. And some middle-aged guy is with his kid at the stoplight waiting for the light to turn green. And he just points out, he's like, Teen Wolf! <laughs> and he points at you. <laughs> but the other part that was so great, part two of about that outfit that was so funny, was at the end of the evening, you were just torn down. and you, You'd had enough of this Every costume. Every single person that saw me said, great costume, followed by, aren't you hot in that? Yeah, which you were. We were. We had parked up in the hills above where all this landscaping was going on, above the house. And there it were these like dumpsters. piled into the Prius. Yeah, we were trying to figure, well, we we're all trying to figure out how to get everybody that's drunk into the Prius so I can drive everyone. Colby disappears for a second behind one of the dumpsters. He comes back out. He's just wearing the shorts. It's as though he's transformed back into Michael J. Fox. He's just shocked. The entire fur outfit, the entire like $80 outfit is somewhere in a dumpster up in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, it's I like I'm done with that. I, I figured <laughs> I could never be Teen Wolf again. So oh, it was great. I figured I'd leave the suit there. I, I think my best costume was kind of a last second thing. Um, it was a Rubik's Cube costume that I made, which is a simple one for all you folks at home. 
Um, I had just bought a computer monitor, and this is at the time when computer monitors still came in cube-like boxes rather than flat rectangular boxes. And uh, I cut out colored squares, I, I painted the whole box black, and then I glued all the squares on it, and I cut holes in it for my head and my arms. And I proceeded to ride across Greenwich Village on my BMX bike, and it was funny because the size of the box, uh, I don't know how, how I can explain this, but I had the, my arms sticking out either side, and because of the size of the box, I couldn't actually have more than one hand on my BMX handlebars. Because if I tried to reach both, it was just impossible because of the <laughs> width of the box. So, what, But you were able to pedal. I was able to pedal, and I'm riding around across town, and people are like, Rubik's Cube, Rubik's Cube. It was kind of like the Teen Wolf thing, but it's those so were nice epic to be costumes. acknowledged by people. What about, it really is, especially my, when you make. Our friend uh, Jason Goodman once went as Evil Knievel, but he had a neck brace and crutches. It was a really good costume. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I, I went as Carl Lagerfeld like three years ago, two yeah. years ago, and... Um, I had a lot of people that recognized me, but it was a little weird because I was dressed like Karl Lagerfeld dressed at the moment, but I was not as skinny, so I was more like the Karl Lagerfeld from like 15 years ago. and saw the new Wes Anderson movie, The Fantastic Mr. Fox, last night, right? What did you think of it? Uh, I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox, and it's better than you could even imagine. It was amazing. I, there's no other word I could use except for Bill McMullen's favorite word, amazing. <laughs> wow, snap. It's out there. I say amazing too much. I, I would describe my favorite scenes, but I really want you to see it without any anybody talking about it. Can we talk about, like, he, you know, he's taken a lot of heat for supposedly directing it from um, Paris while everybody was, like, they were shooting it in London, you know, stop-frame animation. Well, I, well from what well, I read the article, which is out there for everyone, the DP really called Wes Anderson out for uh, directing via email. And it's like, you, your favorite line in that article is, what, what, what did Wes Anderson say? The only thing that counts... Is what's in the rectangle. And yeah, what just... is in that rectangle... Yeah, I can't Obviously. believe anyone when they say Wes Anderson was hands off on yeah. a movie. I mean, that after all we know about him, it's the thing is oozing Wes Anderson. But uh, anyway, Bill, I actually did get an interview with his brother Eric Anderson. So here you go. Let's check that out. Right to the flavor bin. Colby flavor bin exclusive. I'm here with Eric Anderson. Yes, yes. Uh, fabulous, Mr. Fox. Amazing job, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. As soon as it ended, I'm like, who's Eric Anderson? He's like Wes Anderson's brother. I'm like, oh, no wonder. That's right. Um, so you in the West Village now. Yes, I do. Uh, what's your uh, favorite spots to hang out? What's a good day in the West Village for uh, anybody? Well, um, it, it, it might be a cliche, but my favorite thing is called the Cafe Reggio, which is an all, it's like, it, I think they have the first espresso machine that ever came to North America. Nice, and nice. It, it, is, it is where all the artists and playwrights came in the 50s and 60s, and, and they still don't allow laptops. So, I mean, I hate that expression, keeping it real. Yeah, but yeah. If, if a cafe can totally keep it real, they, the Cafe Reggio does I'm that. I'm all for that. I hate those loiterers that like hang out there all day. It, it does create a certain tone that is not always the funnest tone. Because I know, I know that if I'm in a room where there's nothing but laptops, I'm surrounded by people trying to write their screenplays like just like I am. And it really, <laughs> I find it very threatening. Yeah. And uh, you're a pretty dapper dresser. Can you give us uh, 
One of your secret spots? Yes. Uh, my bow tie came from a very special shop in Paris called Charvet that makes incredible ties. And I was I there with my brother and uh, a woman, uh, this very gentle butterfly-like woman who is, I think, works there forever, was telling us a secret, which is whenever you use scent of any kind, yeah. put it on your clothing, not your skin. I didn't know that, but this or, is a very interesting tip. Yeah, yeah. And so ever since I've never put it on my skin, and I, I don't use much of it, but it's, I don't know, I found that liberating for some reason. You put it on your tie or something. Or, yeah, that's a good flavor bit tactical maneuver. Yeah. Thank, thank you for that. Sure, yes. Nice, nice to meet you. Hey, yeah, this is Fab Five Freddy, live and direct, what the heck? You know I'm tuned in to the Flavor Bin, and you know what I want to hear. You know that joint I like. Drop it for me right about now, Fab Five Freddy style. You know how we do Get over that that Eric Anderson thing, man. No Trump girl, what? That guy is awesome. Not only is that guy funny, but he's the guy that does all those little great illustrations for all the Criterion uh, West Anderson DVDs and stuff. Yeah, he had no idea what I was doing. He was super into on the podcast. It was really no, man. He was, he was cool. Yeah. Man. I don't have to cause he did, man. Even thank you, Dan. Hi, this is Judd Apatow saying hi from the Flavor Bin. Yeah. There's something I didn't get to bring up when we talked about the Rubik's Cube costume, Colby, in the Halloween segment. Something I forgot to talk about, which is my favorite part. I had one side solved. Genius. That's all I could ever do is solve one side. I got it. I'm sure by tomorrow I'll probably be doing two or three sides. <laughs> oh, God. Outbreak. Colby, I can't even tell you. I haven't been that sick in a long time. It was crazy. I mean, I was having hallucinations in bed, half asleep. Just I was like, was it a flu? I didn't even know what it was. It was just a disaster. I really felt like I was going crazy. I, it's like I'd been given some insight into madness or something. You ever do Robo? <laughs> no, only one woman mix up some scissor, you know, for a minute. I saw the Cotter documentary from the room. I heard it's really good. He's not drinking syrup. He's got a joke in his mouth. Well, I think that's going to be like, I think it's going to fuck them up. Actually, it's already kind of fucked them up. Like, people are already like, yeah, he's a genius when he's not on the syrup, you know. I think it's going to be like what happened to like Sly Stone, where it's like you have this incredible period of recordings and he's going to vanish for a while or something. Like, what happened? So, it would be like Brian Wilson or Sly Stone, just, you know, at some point the drugs outweigh the creativity and it'll, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying, I, I like Little Wayne a lot. It's weird, but usually when they go off drugs is when they kind of fall off, you know? Uh, um, <laughs> what is syrup? It's Robo and just like great Yeehaw syrup is, well, it's like cough syrup with uh, Kool-Aid or soda and then usually like a Jolly Rancher thrown in there also, just to kind of, Jolly Rizzo? Some sort of olive or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> with a piss. Oh, here, here it is. I just had to look it up on the internet. Uh, Promethazine with codeine syrup. Any fruit-flavored soda 
and a Jolly Rancher. That's what this is. Boy, 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 segment where we just talk about the raw essence of flavor, ingredients of flavor, and the new segment that we call Flavor Flavor Okay, so wait a minute, Cody, remember the whole thing with Flavor Kids is you say the thing and then you get to say one to two sentences about it. So why don't you pick off flavor fuels? White pants. Take everything you know about white pants and you know, white pants after a little day. It's fun. There's no rules. Alright, uh, no flavor fuel. <laughs> the 60s television show, Prisoner, is now available in a single Blu-ray. It's visually and psychologically a stunner, so go cop that. Alright, I got one. The Domino Pizza Cracker. Um, normally, you don't order Domino's, but when you do, you can go online and check out the cracker and see exactly where your pizza is. Everything you've ever asked for in pizza delivery. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna say the iPhone application real director. When combined with your 3GS iPhone, it's like having iMovie on your phone. It's a little video editing thing, and you can upload directly to YouTube right from it. You can put titles on it, and now they just added the ability to put an audio track and edit over it. It's dope. Um, moment of silence, that's gonna get violent. Brunt is dead. It's all about this summer. Next up for me is a television show, Street Court. Um, it's a people's court or whatever, but they just completely lost the criminals of the courtroom set. They simply take cameras right to the location, and they are people, just everyday people, talking about dumb shit. It's awesome. Okay, next flavor cue for me is the Jersey Shore. It's an MTV documentary series or reality show, I guess, about Guidos in, I guess, the Guido version of the Hamptons. Um, in the trailer, the guy, my favorite line so far is the guy saying, Fist bumping like champs. I can't explain what it's like going from looking at these videos, you know, so they would keep something going on and now I'm the world's going to change. Speaking of Brooklyn, I was going to be my next to last flavor cure. I was riding on the train and some guy was talking to his girl and busted out this phrase, fake and jacks, which I hadn't heard for like 10 years. The term fake and jacks. Goes on to the flavor cubes. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, bacon jacks. It's just like a fraudulent move. You know, if you're bacon jacks, it just means you're back. And I hadn't heard it for a long time. This guy's busted out of here. Flavor! Final flavor cube. 
Put that in the flavor bin? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fresh Turkey Fridays at the Amino Deli over on Thompson and Prince. Can you explain to me, Bill, why is the fresh turkey better than just, say, the Boar's Head Oven Gold that I normally get? <laughs> I don't really know. There's nothing like an actual turkey that's been roasted and then cut and put on bread. So we're kind of catching a beating. We're too early for the Fresh Turkey Tuesdays. We're, we're actually waiting outside, like we're waiting for KISS tickets or something. Most people might say to themselves, Kobe, who gives a shit? A sandwich is a sandwich. It is so hard to get a sandwich done right, even in New York City. And there are. And M&O nails it every time. We're waiting for the turkey. Wow. Okay, so we're not alone. Somebody else just asked about that. There's a ripple effect all through Soho when this thing gets put into the deli counter. Frankly, this is getting a little embarrassing. <laughs> We've been here about 15 minutes. Been here 15 minutes waiting for. It's uh, afternoon. That's a, that's an that's an American convention. Lunch at noon. That's normal. Wow, we have quite a line developing here. Yeah. A lot of people. Oh, watch behind you. There's a lot of. Oh my God! The turkey has arrived. The turkey has. Yeah, we're gonna get the house turkey with lettuce, tomato, Swiss, cranberry sauce, and mayonnaise on a roll, but also mustard, please. Hey, can I get the uh, house turkey BLT? Flavor. Not to get all nerdy about this, it reminds me, Colby, of this uh, really cool website that showed up a few months ago called Scanwitches. Scanwitches? Scanwitches. It's just some guy, and I think he's here in, in New York. Whoever it is, he or she, well, they, they get a sandwich from the deli, then they just put it right on their scanner and they take it and they scan it. You know, we've given M&O all the shine today, but there's a lot of good delis yeah. in the area. And in Malampo. we just, well, it's, it's actually called Aladoro now, which is over on uh, Sullivan there by the, uh, but those are gourmet. It's real. Yeah. Well, the thing about M&O is it's kind of yeah. like the people's champ. Yeah. You know, M&O can go fist to fist with some of those other places. Yeah. You know, they may not have the sun-dried tomatoes or whatever. Pesto sauce. 
you know, at the same time that you can get a good sandwich, you can go over on the other aisle and get some liquid plumber or something. So, you know, bugles. You just got bugles at M&O, but you wouldn't be able to get bugles at Aladoro. think about what time you wake up every morning. If it's 7 a.m. or it's 8 a.m. or whatever time it is, and I want you to get up two hours earlier than you're used to getting up, and I want you to do it every day for two weeks, and I want you to see what happens. 